Welcome, 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 everybody, to yet another episode of the Don't Be Broke, Be Woke podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Solomon. Welcome back, everybody. It's been a little bit of a while since we've been together. I had stopped the podcast because I decided to change some of the format and what I was going to do going forward. So this episode is really just to kind of give you some insight on, on what's happening, what you should be expecting coming forward, some exciting new things. But this is also the 40th episode. This is 40 episodes that we've done of this podcast over the past 10x months. So before we get started, I want to take the time to thank each one of you for listening to the podcast, subscribing to the podcast, providing any type of feedback on what I could be doing better and topics that you guys wanted to hear. For the guests that I've had on so far and the ones that I'll have on in the future that I've already talked to, thank you so much for your flexibility and allowing me to talk to you and, and have these conversations. Before I really get started in some of the other stuff, I wanted to remind everybody that you know this podcast is for you. This podcast is me talking to you on a very watered down level and discussing finances and discussing money and helping you with your relationship with money, either it be from the very onset of things, creating a budget, understanding where you are, to paying off debt, making more money, having some side hustles, investing some money. So it's really all about creating an entire ecosystem that allows you to be better with money. I think I've seen it online where people talk about their relationship with money. I think it is key for us to have a better relationship with money because that in itself will open our mindsets to what we should be doing to be more financially free, more financially independent. And that all comes with how our relationship with money is. So this is why I do this, just to make sure that we're getting the word out and helping as much people as possible so that they can basically understand some of the key functions or key points of what they should be doing every day. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Excited to have you. Please make sure you go in and subscribe to the podcast so that way you always know when a new episode is dropping. If you're part of our fan base, again, welcome back. Thank you for staying with us. What I would ask is to please make sure you go on the platform that you use to listen to the podcast, leave us a review, tell us how the podcast is doing. This will help get the podcast to more people, people out there, and allow me to actually be able to help as many people as possible. So again, thank you for your support and for sticking with me through this time and for your patience as I've restarted the podcast with kind of a new format on basically what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. So as I mentioned, taking a hiatus, I had gone on vacation and decided to take the time and focus more on growing my Instagram page, which if you guys are not following me on Instagram, please make sure you do so. It's at don'tbebrokebewoke.com. The community of Wokers is growing every day. I think we're at 45 or 4,700. I don't remember the number of followers as of today, which is July 20th, I believe. Yeah, I don't know dates anymore. And so, you know, we have a, a very strong social media community that's continuing to grow, continuing to engage. The connection that I've been able to make with so many other influencers and content creators like myself has been incredible. So many of us are trying to achieve the same goal, which is to help many people as possible. And it's great to see so many people out there who, by the way, you don't actually have to be fully well off to do this. You know, there are a lot of people who are 
still in the process of paying off debt. I'm not completely debt free. I mean, I'm, I'm a lot better off than I was two, three, four, five years ago. But a lot of the things that people are learning and experiencing because they've applied the things that they've learned, that they've heard, that they've seen has now put them in a position to say, not only can I do this, I can help others do the same. And so I think it's very enlightening, insightful, and beautiful to see this finance community of influencers and content creators that are out there to try to help as many people as possible. And what's great is it's not a competition because we're all delivering a message different ways. The audience out there picks it up in very different ways. And so I think it's very interesting to see so many people out there gravitating towards various platform that they are engaging with and that they can understand a lot better, albeit crypto or real estate or stocks or passive investing or very budget focused. If there's something that you want, it is out there. And the excuses of not being able to achieve what we want to achieve financially, well, there shouldn't be any. So that's that. So part of what I wanted to do was, look, I can sit behind this mic and and talk for hours, but I understand I'm probably not as interesting as I should be or I could be. And so I decided, why not talk to a few people? So I have so far five guest speakers, five different guest speakers, actually six different guest speakers that we'll be hearing from in the next six to seven weeks. And there's crypto specialists and there's under 30 millionaire that got this way from real estate, a 19-year-old, I think at the time he was 18 and a half when I was talking to him, but a 19-year-old who's basically so wise and engaged financially that I'm like an inspiration, not only to me, but so many other people that are seeing a 19-year-old being so aware of his situation and what he wants to be able to achieve himself. And so I also have two wonderful Latina women that will be on and discussing from two separate perspectives, you know, the struggles of trying to help or trying to incorporate financing within their own families that immigrated from either it be Mexico in one case or the Dominican Republic in the other case. And so very interesting point of views. But at the end of the day, the message is really all the same from all of these guests. It's, it's finding ways to build wealth by investing your money by putting your money to work for you in some capacity. And what's cool when I think the message is that there is no harm or shame in either one of these specific ways. So if someone is 19 and 20 years old and they really want to get into crypto and that's the way they think they can build wealth, that is okay. That is not something I would do. Not obviously not in my situation, but I don't know what a 19 year old self would do because I have a long time. My time horizon would be long as a 19 year old. And so if I want to get into something a little bit more risky at 19, that's actually the time to do it, right? Real estate. Real estate is a ridiculously wonderful way to build wealth and to create massive passive income. But for some people, it might be an easier entry in the stock market, right? And REITs. And so, the different avenues that are available for so many of us to actually build wealth, to create this path of financial freedom is, I don't want to say infinite, but there's plenty. And we're never going to tell you, you shouldn't do this because this is not the way. It's whatever way you're more comfortable with. It's whatever way you feel is less risky. It's whatever way 
you want to spend more time on. And that's really the idea of personal finance, right? It's personal. It's whatever the hell you want it to be. As long as you do it the way you want, but it is a way that's indeed on the right path, then you're doing the right things, right? I'll see people that says, you know what? I just started. I put $50 in my Roth IRA this week. Dude, clap, like celebrate, enjoy. Like that is the first step, right? That is the first step. You won't go anywhere if you don't take the first step. And I love to see when people will reach out to me on, on Instagram and they'll say, hey, which platform should I use to open the account? And I'm like, well, it all depends. This is my favorite. You really have to look and see which one works best for you. But here are some of the ones that make sense. And they're like, well, I really want to buy the S&P 500 fund. And then they'll say, hey, I bought my first fund. My God, I can only imagine because I get excited because I remember the first time I actually bought. Sometimes as I'm helping some folks out and they buy it, I'm excited for them because I understand what that means long term, right? Long term. So it's very exciting for me working with so many wonderful people and having this conversation. There's going to be a lot coming at you in the sense of a lot of information, a lot of good content. And, you know, I really hope you guys like some of the conversations that we're having. And for some people, it might not be as interesting as some conversations because some people might not be in real estate and others might be into crypto and so forth, so forth. So I think it is an interesting perspective. And I think the idea of the podcast and, and the message is to talk to all types of audiences, young, medium, old, whatever, aggressive, risky, conservative, passive, active. That's it, right? It's basically, there are a ton of us out there and we all have a niche and we all gravitate towards something that makes sense. And that's the point of all this. And I think it's good that I'll be putting it out there for you guys to listen to. The one thing I would ask of you, and the Instagram page is definitely the right place to do this. But if there are specific topics that you want to hear, guests, content, whatever, let me know. I always have different topics in mind and different ideas, different people. But if there are individual specific topics that you guys want me to be able to talk about on the podcast, let me know. I'm more than happy to discuss it. So any feedback that you guys have on the matter, make sure you hit me up and let me know. So. I'm not going to keep you long for today's podcast. Again, just wanted to give you an idea of what this podcast is, is actually going through. It's going to be a lot more guest speakers with content information to help you guys out. I will still do my monologues from time to time, having some conversation based on kind of what I think or different topics or different ideas that are out there. But I really want you guys to be able to hear from others besides me that can share their story and how they got into this financial journey. What was their cue moment? What did they do? And what have they done since to make them continue on this journey? Because look, at the end of the day, you can start, but how do you continue, right? There's a lot that goes into that. So I think it's very interesting to hear people's stories. Before I let you guys go, I think there is one thing I am going to say in regards to money. I think I've mentioned it quite a few times on the podcast before, and I will mention it again because I think it's very, very important. Creating wealth, being financially free is not hard. It does, however, require two very simple attributes. Let's say attributes, but one is mindset shift and action. So the mindset shift is, do you recognize that your prior thinking is outdated? 
that now you are engaged and aware and willing to now make the proper change. Then will you now take action? Because look, I'll give you guys a perfect example. I'm going to use a personal piece. I recognized that I should probably hit the gym a little bit more. I recognize that. My knees hurt. That's because I don't work out as much as I should be. But I have not taken the proper action to get me there, right? So sure, do I recognize it? Because I can be in denial and be like, I don't need the gym because I'm cool, but I can't do 10 sit-ups. But I've recognized it, but I haven't taken the action, right? So you can recognize that you need to invest and put your money to work. But if you haven't taken any action, what does it matter, right? So those two things have to go together. But the reason I brought this up is for a very simple purpose. The money that you are working for, that nine to five, where you're trading your time for money is detrimental to you because that money is worth nothing if you're not putting that money to work. This is going to be the rest of the podcast as we go today and for the rest of the year is how can you make your money make more money for you? And how will be taking your nine to five job and invest it? Taking your nine to five job to buy rental properties, taking your nine to five job and start a business, taking your nine to five job to create or build side hustles that gives you passive income, right? What you will not do, that's right. What you will not do is use your nine to five to save it in a savings account where it's dying, putting in a CD, uh, I understand, spending it. This is not how you'll be free. And let me tell you, if I hear one more person tell me YOLO, I'm just going to lose it. I'm going to lose it because you can still YOLO and be rich, bro. You can still YOLO and still save and invest and build wealth. Building wealth doesn't mean you got to live like a like some kind of cave person. No offense to the cave people, but you can do both. It's just a matter of understanding your finances and specific sacrifices that you have to make. And I bring this up because I see so many comments online like, bruh, oh my God, I'm going to be 16 and that's when I hit a million. Okay. So when do you think you're going to hit a million? I don't know. Well, obviously your critique of the 1 million at 60 is is dumb. I'm sorry. It's dumb. If you can't even tell me when you think you're going to hit it, something that basically that I'm showing you that tells you when you can hit it at 60 is not it's not a problem. What you should be thinking about is how can I shrink the time? How can I shrink that timeline? Well, the way you do that is by doing two crucial things. Live below your means. So reduce your expenses and increase your income. If you do those two things, you can invest more of your money, which means you're accelerating the time that you can reach that number that you think you can say, Bye, bye, bye. Right? Like that's, that's the idea. And when people criticize, oh, a million dollars at 40. Well, I mean, at 60. Well, you won't take it? Is that what I'm hearing? Hmm? So let's say you have 300,000 at 60. Won't you want the million? A million dollars is a million dollars, bro. You see what I mean? So yeah, a million dollars at 60. Okay. It may not be as much. But it's better than 700000 It's better than 600000 So how do you get more than a million dollars? Well, you invest more. You contribute more to your 401k. You basically 
get a side hustle that gives you money. You take that money and you basically pay off debt and then your extra income money you invest it. Like it's not really hard. It's do you want to do it? Do you have the mindset and will you take action? Simple. It's not really complicated. And I know for a lot of us, there are priorities. And the priority is to travel and see the world. So you can still do that and still put 50 bucks a week away because you can't tell me that you're not going to drop $50 on some crap you probably regret in about 25 minutes. You see what I mean? Like, what is $50 going to do? What is $50 not going to do? Okay. What is $50 not going to do? Investing $50 a week is 200 bucks a month. 200 bucks a month, 40 years, gives you a million dollars. Well, invested properly can give you that. Okay. It doesn't give you a million dollars. But what if that's all you did plus you had some other stuff on the side, 401k, whatever, that you get what you need? It's not hard. You just have to start. So I'm very skeptical of people who are hating on processes because it takes too long. But yet you're going to work at a job for 40 years. Hmm? You work every week, 55 hours a week-ish working overtime. Where's that money go? Uncle Sam's getting a big chunk of it. But you're not dropping in any type of asset class that's getting you more money. So you can't criticize the fact that it's too slow when you're probably going to work for 40 years. No? So I think that people's thought processes need to be more open of the idea of this relationship with money is not hard. It is intense initially, especially if you have debt and stuff like that. So you just have to make proper adjustments. So. Uh, you're going to be hearing a lot of this same narrative and, and story from some of my guests. I don't want to say it's repetitive, but this is what everybody who's basically pushing for financial independence is all for, is to create a better relationship with money so that you can make the right choices and continue to make more money, invest it so you can reach fire, so you can reach FI, financial independence, a lot sooner than what we assume it should be. Right now in America, people assume it's 65. Why is it not 50? Why is it not 55? Right? And the reason why it's because most people got to work a long time to get to 65 to hit a million dollars or 1.2 or 1.3. But what if you can hit 1.3 in 40 years? I mean, I'm sorry, at 40. Hmm? You can still work, but then you have the freedom to not work. You have the opportunity to not work. You have the opportunity to do your own thing. You have the freedom to basically create your own business and you're okay knowing that that business is your passion, is your love. You don't need it to survive because you already have your nest egg. So I appreciate you guys taking the time today to kind of get an idea of where we're going with the podcast and to hear me rant a little bit about like some of the things that I'm seeing and how people's closed mindsets are and how I feel like Everybody can reach fire without a problem. It doesn't really matter how much money you make. It's really about how much money you keep and the expenses are tied to your lifestyle. If you make the right decisions, you should be financially secure over time. The more you make, the more you save. If the more you make, the more you spend, then it's going to take you longer to get there. So just remember that. Live below your means, invest, invest your money and invest it constantly. So as I mentioned at the beginning, if you're a new listener, welcome to the woke community. Please go and subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. If you're a returning fan, thank you so much for your support. 
please go on whatever platform you use to basically listen to the podcast and leave us a review. I'm going to leave a link on the link of the episode. It's buy me a pizza. People know I love me some pizza. I should have made it tacos, but I love pizza more. You know, buy me a couple slices. Help support the podcast as I'm putting free content out. And I'd really appreciate it. And again, if you want to go and follow me on Instagram so you can see some of the daily content that's going on and sharing some of the information from other like-minded persons, don't be broke, be woke is my Instagram handle. I'll see you there. As always, guys, remember, don't be broke, be woke or stay woke. Don't be broke. I'll talk to you guys next time. Later.